0: And now for the show Reflecting on Classic Radio Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Lamar.
1: You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your carlness went right out the window. What's with this carlness? It's not even a
0: it's time now for. Money Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's The Great Gildersleeve starring Willard Waterman in a Halloween show from 1956. But first, it's Movie Jeopardy! Lisa Wolf-Trebek will play audio clips from popular movies. I'll try to name the movie while you play along at home, right, Lisa?
3: Right, Carl, and it's good to be back. I missed you guys last week. Oh, you were gone? No, nobody really noticed. <laughs> but I'm still glad to be back. <laughs> I didn't notice either. <laughs> so let's do a little movie Jeopardy. These are scary films for Halloween.
1: Scary films for Halloween. Well, they're not
3: necessarily Halloween films. Scary films in honor of the Halloween holiday that okay. is upcoming. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm good with uh, scary films. Movies. I know you are. All right, Here's yeah. the first one. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, don't you know by now? I can see inside you. I can see the sin as surely as God My can. We'll pray. No. We'll pray, no! woman. No. Pray to no! Jesus. No. Let the saints know. No.
4: God is no! visiting. No! Curse. No. This is like. No. No. Lots no, mama.
2: no, mama. no. I I no. this is visiting the second person. And this was, like, no! was a person. Child, and I remember. And he got blood, pain, and sweat and blood. No! 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 no!
1: Doctor in the closet. Okay. I, I, th- I think this is, I think it's Carrie.
3: That is absolutely oh. right. Wow. I mean, that's screaming. Don't you recognize that? I, I think It's Sissy
1: Spacek, right? It is. I mean, yeah. every horror it film is full of It has been so long since Same. I've seen this movie. Same. This I know is- John Travolta's in it.
3: Yes, that's right. Yeah, he
1: plays like her boyfriend or something. It's Takes some, her to the small
3: part in yeah. that. nineteen seventy-six, adapted from Stephen King's nineteen seventy-four novel. Right. Wow, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all of these are are older movies. All right, one for one. All right, this next one is great. I'm your number one fan. There is nothing to worry about. You're going to be just fine. I'll take good care of you. Yeah. This I'm scene. my number one
1: fan. Yeah, she's going to take really good care of her. Oh,
3: yeah. You can see he's like dizzy while he's looking mm-hmm, at her. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We're just outside Silver Creek. <laughs> and she seems so nurturing uh, when she says it. You've been here two days. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yeah, you're going to be, be okay. fine. My be name real... is Annie Wilkes. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: One <laughs> number one fan. Number one fan. Yes. All right, well, uh, right. you know, it's so funny I'm because I was nurse. flipping through the channels the other day and uh, this was on and I watched the end of it like I you know oh, wow. came in at the point yep. where he was already his legs were already broken oh, all that. so this is Terrible. Misery it
3: is 1990 directed by Rob Reiner mm-hmm. and again based on Stephen King's uh, 1987 started novel started
1: out with two Stephen King movies right oh, wow. yeah
3: not bad all huh? alright right. I know what good is here's the next one
4: who are you I'm Dr. Hill from the State Mental Hospital I'm not insane. let him go Listen.
0: Doctor! Now, you must listen to me. You must understand me. I'm a doctor, too. I am not insane. I am not insane. Now, suppose we just sit down over
4: here, Dr. Bunnell, and you tell me what happened.
0: Well, it started. For me, it started last Thursday. In response to an urgent message from my nurse, I'd hurried home from a medical convention I'd been attending. At first glance... Everything looked the same. It wasn't. Something evil had taken possession of the town.
3: Ah,
4: gosh, that's tough.
3: That's a tough one.
1: Um, the uh, Children of the Corn.
3: Oh, I've never seen that one, so um, say no. Or is
1: it the one with all the pod people? I don't no. Know. What is it?
3: It's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, that's,
1: that's what I was thinking, the pod, oh, the pod okay. people Oh, one. okay. 1956.
3: Yeah. Oh, my god. It has that black and white film noir as part of the...
1: Yeah, uh, Invasion of Style. the Body Snatchers. Yes. That actually was a very scary, it, for its time, that was oh, a yeah. very scary movie. And um, a lot of people... Um, you know, were like flipped out when yep. that movie came out.
3: Yeah, well, you would, yeah. <laughs> and you were there. 1956,
1: so. is that what right? You said? Wow, yes. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, well, these it's are a some, good one.
3: These are some good ones you can go back and watch. Yeah. All right, here's uh, my favorite one of the group.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm talking about the World Series nurse wrenching.
3: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is anyway. no way to proceed about this. How would it be? If we had a vote, and let majority rule.
0: Great. Let's vote on her.
2: So, all those in favor, raise your hands.
0: Okay, guys. Come on. Put your hands up. What's the matter with you? Do you want to watch the World Series?
1: Okay, I the mean, great it's Jack scene. Nicholson. Of course. It's, uh, you know... Gosh. Oh, man. Danny DeVito's in it. He plays a little... Yes. Director. Oh, he they're is in inst- wonderful They're in a mental in institution. That is correct. Um, I can't remember the name and of this movie. that's uh,
3: Louise Fletcher. Louise, S- I met her. her nurse. I know. Yeah, that's interviewed me. her. Yeah. Um,
1: let's see. And
3: she is unbelievable. I mean, it's like
1: this w- movie won every Academy Award. It
3: deserved it. 1975. I don't know why
1: I'm having trouble thinking of the name, though. I'm sure mm. our listeners know. Yep. I'm having they're trouble. They're
3: yelling at the radio right um,
1: now. Um, ba-da-ba-dum-bum-bum. Uh I can't remember.
3: It's one flew over the yeah, nest.
1: one flew over the yeah. That's
3: nest. just yeah. oh, it's so disturbing. But see, that's but, not a
1: scary movie.
3: I it, mean, it's a psychological drama, yeah, I guess. But so I'm gonna put that in. I my, don't
1: know if I would. I don't
3: know, scary. Yeah. Y- you know.
1: But it, I should have disturbing. Definitely, I should have known that.
3: It's very disturbing. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I put yeah. it on my list. Okay. All right. Next. Uh,
0: you make man <laughs> like me. No, woman, friend for you, woman,
1: friend. Yeah, women. (laughs) Yeah, they're friends,
3: all
1: right. Well, you're a woman and you're my friend. That's true. It's okay. Only on Saturdays,
3: no? The The rest of the week, not so much.
1: All right, well, that's uh, that's easy one. That is Bride of Frankenstein. Absolutely
3: right. That's the first sequel to the 1931 film, Frankenstein, and yeah. I know that you're very familiar with that film. Yes,
1: Boris Karloff.
3: Didn't we watch that film? So who when... played
1: Frankenstein? Let me see if you know, Do you know, in the original. Do you know?
3: Colin Clive. Yes.
1: I'm um, Really? You know what, Lisa? You get a Hershey's chocolate. Uh... I
3: wish there were some today. <laughs> there aren't any. No?
1: Because most people think Frankenstein, a peppermint but Frankenstein is not the the beast. No, That's the monster. No, Frankenstein is the doctor. He's yep. Dr. Victor Frankenstein, played Wrong. by Colin Clive. So, hey, kudos to you, Lisa. Thanks, Rolfe. Carl. All right. All right, one more. I'm very proud of you.
3: Thanks, Carl. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take much, I know. <laughs> the bar most is low. Most
1: people would not get that right.
3: Well, I'm not most people. That's true. All right, next one. <laughs> Perhaps you'd care to
2: lend us your view on this questionnaire. Oh, no,
1: no, no, no. You were doing fine.
4: <laughs> you had been courteous
0: and receptive to courtesy. Oh, my God. You had established trust.
1: I need to watch me. this again. Again,
3: that's
0: truth about
2: scary
3: in scary Not sense this, of Frankenstein, like, but is it's scary. Your again, it's very disturbing. It won't do. I'm only asking you to look at this, Dr.
1: All right. Either well, you know, uh, definitely know yeah. that one. Yeah. Jack Crawford uh, must be very busy indeed. That is Silence of the Lambs. Absolutely
3: right. 1991, and that was Jodie Foster and, of course, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. What a movie. Oh, well, wow. great job. Thanks, a lot of fun Lisa revisiting Wolfe. some of these um, I'm proud movies. of you
1: that you got that, Colin. <laughs> Con- Thanks, I'm, Colin. I'm really, really <laughs> like, wow. I was You could have won money. You could have bet me, oh. and I would have lost. Well,
3: you could still pay me. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, great job. When we come back, we're going to tune into a Halloween episode of The Great Gildersleeve. Stick around.
0: More Hollywood 360 after these important messages.
3: Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310.
1: Thanks, John.
3: You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now.
1: 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. We love the great Gildersleeve around here, right, Lisa? That's right. My crabby brother Vince does not. No,
3: he's not here.
1: But you know what? Willard Waterman, he didn't do that. <laughs> See, My brother hates yeah. that. And that was Hal Perry. But after Hal Perry left the role, Willard Waterman took over uh, the role of Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the water commissioner of uh, Summerfield, and uh, we have a... Halloween show for you, November 1st, 1956. And, um, yeah, uh, Willard Waterman stars along with uh, Richard Legrand and, of course, Walter Tetley. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, The Jolly Boys uh, go to an old haunted house. Here's part one of The Great Gildersleeve. NBC presents Willard Waterman as The Great
0: Gildersleeve. At this time, the National Broadcasting Company brings you transcribed a new adventure of the great Gildersleeve, written by Virginia Stafford Lynn. Leroy, I thought I told you to go upstairs and finish your homework. I did. You've done all of it? Yep. Every bit of it? Yep. Scout's Honor?
2: Yep. Except the little old pronunciation work.
0: uh uh-huh. Just what I thought.
2: Well, that's not much, Unc.
0: Well, now, Leroy, I was always very good at pronunciation. I'll be glad to help
2: you. Oh, you don't need to bother, Unc.
0: I insist. Now, I'll show you how good I am. What's the first word?
2: How do you pronounce M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D?
0: It's easy. Name, huh? MacDonald.
2: Yeah, Okay, how do you pronounce M-A-C-I-N-T-O-S-H?
0: Macintosh.
2: Now, how do you pronounce M-A-C-H-I-N-E-R-Y?
0: M-A-C... Mac uh, Henry?
2: No, Machinery. Machinery.
0: Oh. <laughs> no, I'll see you here, young man.
2: Gosh, Yonk, you fell for that like a ton of bricks.
0: Now, Leroy, I don't mind being teased. Yeah, I enjoy a joke as much as the next one. But I do resent being called a ton of bricks.
2: A ton of cement?
0: (laughs) Leroy. In just a moment, we'll see what's going on in Summerfield.
2: A new nasal spray? Yes. With an antibiotic?
0: Yes. New super-anahist antibiotic nasal spray. It opens up your stopped-up nose, dries up running nose, relieves head-cold misery fast, lets you breathe easy, fast. It's the only nasal spray in the world with amazing Fonzide that melts away mucus. Stops gagging and coughing of sinus drip, throat or post-nasal drip, plus a special antibiotic that kills on contact. Dangerous germs known to cause nasal infection. A new nasal spray? Yes.
2: With an antibiotic?
0: Yes. For every member of your family, get new super-anahist antibiotic nasal spray today depressing bronchial cough of coals. Relieve that feathery tickle. Break up congestion fast with new Super Anahist Cough Syrup. Super Anahist Cough Syrup helps keep coughs from coming back with an exclusive ingredient that actually checks the cause of coughing spells.
2: Super Anahist Cough Syrup tastes as good as the syrup you put on ice cream.
0: Super Anahist Cough Syrup with vitamin C. It's a beautiful October morning here in Summerfield, and the great Gildersleeve and his little family are beginning their duties of the day. Leroy is gathering up his homework, and Gildy is getting ready for the office. Bertie, before I leave for the office...
2: You'd uh, like another cup of coffee?
0: (laughs) Well, that's not what I came for, but (laughs) I can't refuse. Yeah, I'll just take it black. That'll ease my conscience.
2: And your waistline, too. (laughs) Oh, excuse me, Mr. Gildersleeve. Bertie shouldn't tease you.
0: (laughs) Why not? Everyone else does. Why does everyone like to tease me?
2: Oh, because you're so good-natured, Mr. (laughs) Giltzley.
0: That's nice of you to say that, Bertie. Well, here's your coffee, Mr. Yeah, Thank you. Say, I have a little favor to ask, Bertie, but I want you to keep it under your hat. As you know, tonight's Halloween, and uh, I'm going to fix up some tricks to play on the Jolly Boys. Yes,
2: (laughs) sir, and you want Bertie to fry some donuts and have some cider?
0: How did you know?
2: Without donuts and cider... Halloween would be a big flopperoo.
0: Yeah, it certainly would. (laughs) You know what
2: Halloween would be without donuts inside, Miss Gildersleeve?
0: Yes, Bertie.
2: That's right. A big (laughs) flopperoo.
0: Yes, yes. Now, now, Bertie, my plan is to lure the Jolly Boys out to that old empty house on Shadow Lane. You know the one. Oh, yes,
2: sir. That old weather-beaten house the kids pretend is haunted.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, you and I know there's no such thing as a haunted house, but its reputation makes a perfect spot for Halloween. Uh, Would it be too much trouble to bring the refreshments out there?
2: Oh, Bertie can buy her brother-in-law's jalopy. It'll be fun to get in on some of the doings. Bertie's always ready to trick-or-treat. That's right, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: trick-or-treat. Yeah, thanks, Bertie. That's the spirit, all right. Trick or treat. Starting
2: kind of early, aren't you, Unc?
0: Yeah, Leroy. Uh, Look, my boy, I want to talk to you.
2: Gee, what'd I do now?
0: No, it's not what you did. It's what I want you to do. Come on out the back way, and I'll give you a lift to school.
2: Ah, keen, Unc.
0: Um, what are you doing tonight, my boy?
2: Well, Piggy and I are going to a special Halloween show.
0: Oh. Oh, I was hoping you'd give me some ideas for Halloween stunts tonight.
2: Aren't you a little old to be ringing doorbells and holding out your little sack for treat or treat?
0: It's not for me, Leroy. It's for the Jolly Boys. I'm going to lure them out to that old deserted house on Shadow Lane. <laughs> they think they're always so smart. Believe me, this is one time I'm going to get ahead of
2: them. Well, good for you, Uncle.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm thinking every minute, I tell you. <laughs> now, how about it? Will you and Piggy think up some tricks for me? Of course. I know one or two myself. I bet you do. (laughs) After all, I was a kid once.
2: No kidding? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose you were even a baby once, too, weren't you?
0: Leroy, most people were. Now, after dinner, you and Piggy and I'll go over to the old haunted house with whatever stuff we'll need. And we'll set up the pranks before the Jolly Boys get there. (laughs) Yeah. We'll give them a treat with some of our tricks. <laughs> hello, PB. Yeah, Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. What can I do for you this morning? Well, while I tell you about some plans for tonight, you can give me a cigar. <laughs> I can't give you a cigar, Mr. Gildersleeve, but if you want to buy one, that's different. Peavy, yeah. <laughs> that was a mere figure of speech. Yeah, I know, Mr. Gildersleeve. I just can't ever resist pulling your leg. There's so much of it to pull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My, you're touchy today. You, well, I'm sorry to be so edgy, Peavy, but these days I don't tease very good. Well, you can't be blamed, my gracious. I I remember before I married Mrs. Peavy. My, my. Something wrong, Peavy? Oh, I was just letting my mind drift back to the time before I married Mrs. (laughs) Peavy.
4: Oh, well...
0: (laughs) All good things must come to an end, I suppose. Yeah, remember, Peavy, we're having a meeting of the Jolly Boys tonight. Yeah, no, I can hardly wait. There is a tavern in the Not town. yet, not yet. <laughs> now listen, I told some friends we'd come out to their house and sing for a little party they're having. Oh, we're going to entertain? Well, there's two schools of thought on that. (laughs) These friends are very poor and can't afford to hire professionals, so I promised we'd sing. Oh, they can't be that poor. (laughs) Oh, they are, they are. Now, the address is 903 Shadow Lane. It's an old house. Uh, You know it? No, I can't say I'm familiar with it. Oh, well, it's easy to find it. (laughs) You and the Jolly Boys be there at 9.30 sharp. Isn't that a little late? Well, I need the time to set up, uh, to get up there. <laughs> uh, okay, Petey? Uh, uh, Mr. Jellersleeve, you <laughs> didn't pay for the cigar. Oh, well, put it on my account. Petey. Very well. Your patronage is always appreciated at your friendly neighborhood pharmacy. Yeah, see you tonight at 9.30, Petey. <laughs> yes, indeed, Mr. Jellersleeve. <laughs> <laughs> my, my. my. <laughs>
2: Sharp knife to cut that pumpkin, Mr. Gilsley Yeah,
0: oh, thank you, Bertie. The mouths and eyes and noses are kind of tricky.
2: Yeah. You got candles to go inside them and light them
0: up? Oh, yes, in the sack with the black and orange crepe paper decorations. Yeah, Bertie, uh, did you put kerosene in the hurricane lamp? I'll have to show some light in the house or the jolly boys will think nobody's home and go away. Oh,
2: yes, sir. Bertie tended to it. And there are big buckets and pails of water in the back of your car so you can fill the tub for apples.
0: Yeah, thanks, Bertie. It won't be running water in the old place, I'm sure.
2: Oh, my, it's too bad Leroy stayed at Piggy's house and didn't get some of that nice pumpkin pie for dinner.
0: Yeah, it was good, Bertie. But I suppose he and Piggy wanted some extra time to work out some stunts for me to use tonight.
2: I'll get it. Guiltfully resident. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, oh, thank you for
0: calling, Miss Banks. Goodbye. Uh, Does Leroy want me to pick him up?
2: Oh, no. Piggy's mother said they've gone to the movies.
0: The movies?
2: Oh, a special Halloween show.
0: Oh, I know he said something about it, but I thought when I asked him to help me, he'd give it up. Not like Leroy to forget his old uncle. I was counting on him.
2: Oh, now, Miss Gildsleeve. Leroy's just a little boy, and little boys don't have very long memories.
0: Yeah, yes, I know, Bertie. Oh, well, it's all right. <laughs> I'll just have to set up all the stuff myself.
2: It'll turn out all right, Miss Guildsleeve. Now, don't you
0: worry. No, oh, I'm not worried, Bertie. A little thing like this can't worry me. <laughs> well, I better be getting out to the old haunted house. See you later. <music>
1: It's crazy. The Great Gildersleeve was still going strong in 1956, and uh, you know Hal Perry, who originated this role on Fibber McGee and Molly, then started his own kind of spun off of Fibber McGee and Molly, had his own show beginning in 1941, then left the role in 1950 because he thought eh, maybe this show is you know had its day, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to do something else. Willard Waterman came in. You know, and took it. Here it is. Six years later, and it and it continued, and then it moved to television. And what's crazy with Willard Waterman?
3: Think about that. You were only born seven years after this show was. Wow. Here.
1: What? Yeah. We're listening to the Great Gildersleeve more after this.
4: I <laughs>
3: If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive ten half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The ten shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood Three Hundred and Sixty radio show and the thirty-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co
1: And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Yep, this is Hollywood 360. My co-host is Lisa Wolf. our executive producer, Mike Bubblebath-Costella, the best in the biz, and uh, I'm your genial host, Carl Amari. Um, Adam West is the voice of our in and out uh, announcing. Um, great, great man. Yes, Batman himself, good pal of mine. Uh, he's no longer with us, but... Um, As an homage to um, our friendship and for him, we have uh, Adam still on the show in and out doing the uh, commercial uh, breaks. Um, Hey, before we get back to this Willard Waterman Gildersleeve broadcast, I do want to uh, remind all of our listeners that we have a club for our listeners called the Classic Radio Club. And if you are not a Classic Radio Club member, I hope you will consider joining because if you do, you're going to get 10 of the greatest-sounding classic radio shows sent to you each and every month. And you'll also get a 12-page booklet detailing those shows. And all of the shows that we put in the Classic Radio Club are direct from the master recording, so they sound amazing. And uh, Carl Shadow helps me write those books, and so you know they're going to be accurate. There's Pictures of the Stars... You can get these 10 shows sent to you two ways. You can have them on CD in a case, a really nice kind of a a whole presentation mailed to your house, or you can get them digitally sent to you via email.
3: And you know what I was thinking? With it being October and all, we're nearing the holidays, and what a great holiday gift that would be! Because it's a gift that you get every single month. It's not kind of like a one and done thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a a really nice idea for a very creative, um, exciting uh, holiday gift.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what you can you could call us and sign somebody up as a gift. They would start getting their like their first CD set would come to them in maybe a week or two, and then they would, it'll be all through uh, the holidays. And, and then uh, just every 30 days, they get a new set, and you could cancel at any time. There is absolutely no obligation to continue to do it, cancel at any time. But, yeah, that's right. It makes a great gift. And some people like the digital downloads like you. Mm-hmm. I like the CDs. I enjoy getting a CD The set. CD
3: might be a better presentation for a gift because of the collector case. And yeah. It it, it it looks really nice when it arrives. So, yeah, it might be a better gift item. Yeah. Um, but either way, it'd be really,
1: um, really a
3: great great right. you know you don't get that same old thing again another sweater or a scarf yeah no, no this is get uh, them the classic radio yeah, club cds so. or
1: digital downloads and then by being a, a classic radio club member we also send you if you want every uh every monday you get the full five-hour hollywood 360 podcast plus radio rarities we send that absolutely free as part of the classic radio club uh membership so It's a lot. You get a lot, and it's always great-sounding classic radio shows. If you want to call us, we're here tonight. You can call and speak to Lisa or myself, and we will happily sign you up to the Classic Radio Club. You can just dial our number, 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Or you can go to our website and sign up on the website, which is ClassicRadioClub.com, ClassicRadioClub.com. But we'd love to talk to you if you want to sign up for the Classic Radio Club, 815-900-7535. All right, we're in the uh, middle of listening to this Halloween episode from 1956, November 1st to be exact. Here's the conclusion to The Great Gildersleeve.
0: your neck on these old steps. <laughs> my work. Sounds like the first act of Dracula. <laughs> yeah, I expect to see bats and monsters. <clears throat> <clears throat> Mouth full of cobwebs. <laughs> what a gloomy old wreck of a place this is. <laughs> yeah, me and my big ideas. Yeah, better get rid of this stuff dump it here on the floor. I'll hang the wooden skeleton from the chandelier. (laughs) Nice and gruesome. Now, to the tub over here, and after I get it filled, I'll dump the apples into it. (laughs) After we bob for them, we'll toss the peelings over our shoulders, and the letters they form is the initial of our true love. I wonder if mine will... I wonder if mine will be L for Leela. <laughs> What's that? My Georgia Tic Tac. <laughs>
4: haven't
0: heard one of those since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, some little neighborhood children. It makes me think how we kids used to rig up a flying witch, blow up a balloon, and let the air escape. <laughs> I can almost hear it now. We... <laughs> <laughs> Hang a sheet over a long stick. <laughs> right, George, it was fun. Now, what did I bring this mirror for?
4: Ooh.
0: Yes. to <laughs> Look and see what's reflected over my shoulder. The face I see will be that of the one I'm going to marry. <laughs> you a witch! You're a witch at the window! <laughs> 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 oh, seven years' bad luck. <laughs> serves me right for paying attention to childish pranks. Go away, kitties Oh, you know, wring your blasted little necks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. I better get on with what I. Oh, that face there on the floor. The grinning face, leering at me. <laughs> oh, confounded as one of my own
4: jack-o'-lanterns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, now to business. Better put up some paper decorations. I bet. I mean. Be... Something's got me by the coattail. Let go. Let go of me. Look go on. He caught on a nail. Come <laughs> on now. Let go of my coat, you nail. You. No. it. it. My feet. Oh oh, he. Oh. 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 oh, oh, Oh. 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 I slid into the basket of cider glasses. <laughs> I wish the jolly boys would hurry up and get here. There are things going on around here that aren't supposed to be going on around anywhere. <laughs> to the great Gildersleeve, who's gone all by himself to the old haunted house out on Shadow Lane to set up some stunts to scare the Jolly Boys. But things haven't been going quite according to plan. Oh, my aching back. You never will get this tub filled with water. <laughs> Thank goodness Halloween comes only once a year. Yeah, yeah, that's enough to bob for apples. Now let's see if I've got everything set up for the Jolly Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they'd be surprised. Thinking they're coming to sing for some poor friends of mine who can't afford real energy. Oh, that? Oh, my goodness. Great big black cat at the window, rolling his yellow eyes at me. Go away, kitty. Shoo! Scat, cat! Scoop. You know, I wish it'd hurry up and be time for the jolly boys to get here. It's... it's lonesome. <laughs> Make like a howling cat again, Peavy. All right, Chief Kate. Oh, you put real feeling in that, Peavy. <laughs> Best performance I've ever given. Now you hold the cardboard steady now, or mm. when I pull the string, your eyes won't roll. <laughs> Can't you just picture the look on mister Gildersleeve's face? <laughs> careful, careful. He uh, hears. We don't want him catching on until we do the headless spook. Here's the sheet. But listen, Peavy, why do I have to do it? Because you're spookier than I am. Here's the coconut head to carry under your arm. I wish that owl would stop doing that. Well, you're the chief of police. Why don't you arrest it? No, (laughs) Peavy. Say, I've got an idea. Why don't you come up to the door with me? What's the matter, you chicken? Oh, who's scared? Well, then why do you want me to go with you? You got anything else to do? I most certainly have. I have to blow this balloon up again for the wailing screeches.
4: I it's (sighs) just...
0: Darn owl. Oh, come along with me, Peavy. Be my guest. You big sissy, what are you scared of? Who's scared? You are... I'm not scared. I'm the chief of police, but it's just this spooky place here old haunted house in the shadows, trees, when I think how scary I'll look standing there at the front door with a seat over me and carrying a coconut head under my arm. Mm. Uh, uh, maybe I'd better come along with you, Chief. Uh, Understand this just for your own protection. Well. Yeah, things are sort of quieted down around here. Guess all the spooks have gone to hunt some other old haunted houses, Yeah, I'll just finish up. Wait a minute. Still not time for the Jolly Boys. Who can that be? Yeah, I'm just not going to answer.
4: I'll
0: have to answer. I'll never know who or what it was. It'll keep me awake nights. Souls the spook with his head on his arm <laughs> <laughs> Two of so, That's enough I'll grab you by your spooky necks and wring hey, your float Hey, I'm, hey, okay. hey, hey, I'll cut that out Chief Gates You quit it now Make a fine way to treat it I ought to have the law on you I'll, I'll... I thought all the time it was some bird brain kids I never dreamed it was a couple of bird-brained old men. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Oh, gee, Commissioner, we were just having fun. Oh, you big, overgrown kids. Come on in. (coughs) Where are the rest of the Jolly Boys, Floyd and Judge Hooker? They went to a Halloween party. You see, I caught on right away. I knew all the time you were trying to lure us Jolly Boys out here to this old haunted house just to play tricks on it. So we turned the table. It was just good, clean fun. Well, I ought to... <laughs> you should have seen your face when you saw that chat. <laughs> well, I've got a good mind. And to... when you saw me standing there in that seat. sheet, <laughs> <Chief>, I...
2: I... <laughs> 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 Wait
0: a minute. Huh? What's that noise? What's that noise? Hey, what's that noise? You feel a cold draft down the middle of your spine? No, but I feel one down yours. <laughs> Fellas, I see something white, sort of floating at, at us. What? Huh? <laughs> it's got its head under its arm. Oh, what you see? No, 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 there's nothing to be nervous about. Y- the main thing is not to frighten it. Yeah, what about it frightening us? <laughs> now, no, wait a minute, I'll handle this. We must show we're friendly. Hello there, spooky. What are you doing in my house? Your house? Hear yeah, that, fellows? Just the owner of the house. Yeah. Please you make your acquaintance. Likewise, I'm sure. Yep. I don't believe we caught your name, sir. I was Hiram Borco. Well, how do you...
2: <laughs>
0: What's Yeah, Hiram Borkle built this house. So what? He's been dead for 65 years. Oh, sure.
2: <laughs> I've been gone for a long, long time.
0: Yeah, I'll say, real gone. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Wait wait, wait a minute. <laughs> why don't you just stay over there and we'll stay over here until we leave, which is right now. <laughs>
2: don't be anti so
0: uh, Excuse me, mister, but I've always wanted to ask a ghost, why do you drag along those heavy chains?
2: All ghosts carry chains. The clouds get slippery in wet weather. <laughs> it's one of our union rules
0: Oh, is that
2: so? They're also handy for a
0: ghost-to-ghost hook hey. <laughs> okay, Let's get out of here, fellas Back away from him toward the door well, Mr. Ghost, it's been nice meeting you spiritually like this, but we must run along now. Come on, fellows. Stop stepping on my toes. Yeah, now duck out when I open the door. A closet. Come on, fellows. The door must be over that way.
2: I thought you were going to have a party. Yeah, well, we were, but we've changed our minds.
0: I thought I could be the ghost of honor. Each. Here's the door, fellows. Back up to it now. Yeah, we've just received word by our Ouija board that we're needed somewhere else. I'll open the door and then run on quick. Oop! Yeah, doorknob came off. Door must be over on this side. Bye, bye, spooky. Come on, fellows. Wait. I'm coming with you. No, 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 that isn't necessary. In the name of the law, I'll stay where you are. Hurry up, folks. Yeah, we'll look for you next, Halloween. But this is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> 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 now come on. Come on. Is this the door? Yep, that's the door. beat it. Come on, let's get out of here. Cheesy, kids.
2: I do you, Uncle if you leave. I want you.
0: Wait a, you a minute. huh? Let me back into that house. Let me get my hands on that ghost. Where'd you go? Where are you? You can't get away from me, Leroy. Where are you? I think he's over there. No, this is me. He's over there. Yeah, there he is. I'm going to... Whoa! Let me get that lantern over there. <laughs> my, my, the original Big Apple. Yeah, well, don't just stand there get me out of here. All together now. Come on. Heave, ho. I'm still stuck. Not too much of the hole. A little more on the
4: heave.
0: (laughs) Are you all right now, Mr. Gildersleeve? Am I all right? Broken legs and arms... Am I all right? Gee, Commissioner, you're all wet. Oh, golly,
2: Uncle, I'm awful sorry. But when I saw you sprawled out in that tub with an apple in your mouth... (laughs)
0: Leroy.
2: Gee, Uncle, I wouldn't want anything to happen to you. Leroy, I... No. No,
0: Leroy, you're not to blame. My own fault. I started the whole thing trying to fool the Jolly Boys.
2: Gee, Halloween gets pretty rough sometimes.
0: Well, it's just that sometimes people go overboard with their stunts and forget the original meaning of Halloween. I expect you mean all Hallows. I don't get it. Your uncle means the eve before All Saints Day. You see, Leroy, originally it was a very sacred and solemn occasion. People were preparing to commemorate the souls of the saints and the martyrs.
2: Gosh, I never knew about that.
0: Well, lots of people don't seem to know about it.
2: Well, then how did all the trick-and-treat stuff get into it?
0: Well, in olden times, they were very superstitious. And the tricks and things were to frighten off the evil spirits. Yeah, by old fogies like us. In <laughs> our second childhood. <laughs> oh, now, see here, all you guys.
2: Yoo-hoo! Trick
0: Yeah, there's Bertie. Come on in, Bertie. <laughs> Turn up the lantern, Chief. All
2: right. Donuts inside, anybody? Oh,
0: it's Bertie too early. Bertie, you were almost too late.
2: (laughs) You should have gotten here earlier, Bertie. Oh, gosh, it was swell. You should have seen it. Everybody almost died of fright, huh? well.
0: Well... Nobody really believed it, Leroy. No, 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 maybe not, Bertie. But, of course, sometimes it's fun to pretend you believe in spooks and hobgoblins and witches. <laughs> of course, there's always a very logical explanation for all of it. Well, getting kind of late. Food's all gone. I guess we'd better be starting for home. Huh?
2: Uh, yeah, well, I, I'll, get well I got
0: now, I'll get the... Wait set. a minute. Wait till I get the, Wait, the, I the, get the, way the way. door, folks. Oh, I'll get the door. <sighs> oh Remind me to bring an oil can out here. <laughs> yeah, you see, there's always a simple, logical explanation. <laughs> oh. He tripped. <laughs> he
4: fell
0: through the steps. Miss
4: Deltree, are you hurt?
0: I'll find out if somebody will pull me up. All right, everybody. He's now. <laughs> <All right. laughs> By George. Yeah, tripped over something there on the steps. <laughs> uh, chief. Hmm? Hold up that lantern a little so I can see what it was that I took. A broomstick? <laughs> well, uh, which one of you witches left your broomstick here? I never it oh, I Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Doesn't it belong to anybody? I never saw one quite like it before. You know me neither. Except in a Halloween picture of a witch riding one. and... Witch. <laughs> This might be the real thing. (laughs) Good night, (laughs) folks. The Great Gildersleeve is played by Willard Waterman and is a transcribed NBC Radio Network production produced and directed by Virgil Reimer. Included in the cast were Walter Tetley, Amanda Randolph, Ken Christie, and Dick LeGrand. Musical compositions by Jack Meekin. Now, this is Don Rickles inviting you to listen again next week to another new adventure of The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> Hear the music of the greatest bands in our
1: land, live every weekday on NBC Bandstand. All right, that is the great Gildersleeve, and I guess he was really great, that guy. You he know? was great. Wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Willard Waterman as Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, and they kept all the uh, same people from earlier on. You know, all the Jolly Boys were um, the same actors, Richard Legrand and Ken Christie. You had Amanda Randolph there as uh, as Birdie, uh, Walter Tetley as Leroy. A good Halloween show is heard on NBC November 1st, 1956. Time for this month in music history.
3: And I know you'll be shocked, but we'll be listening to Halloween-related songs and our uh, music history, we'll start with this one.
0: Oh, yeah. In the lab
4: late warm
3: nights night This is seriously a Halloween
0: favorite That's what
3: year this is from from. Um,
1: So this is Monster Mash
3: Monster Mash
1: I'm going to so say this uh, is Bobby
3: Pickett
4: uh,
1: Yeah, I'm going to say 58 mm. it was a 1958 yeah. <laughs> It's earlier? No,
3: it's 62 62, 62. Right This was number one in October of nineteen
1: sixty. You're number one, Lisa. Well,
3: thanks, Carl. You're, you know, up there somewhere. You're number
1: one, and I'm number two. (laughs) Yeah,
3: you're up there somewhere. (laughs) Can't really put a number
1: on it. (laughs) All right, thanks, Lisa. Well, more of Hollywood
0: 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages.
1: Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, it's The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes from 1945. But first, we're going to need a caller, right, Lisa? That's
3: right. For beat the host, we're going to be doing Three's Company trivia in honor of Suzanne Summers, um, who passed away um, this week at the age of seventy-six. If you'd like to call and uh, do trivia for Three's Company, give us a call three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Looking for caller number eight
1: and win some fun CDs. See you soon. It's time to rethink